This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. Welcome to the third episode in our applications mini-series. We've looked at CVs and online application forms. We've considered psychometric and online tests. And now it's time to look at interviews. So let's start off with competency-based interviews. Over to Simon and Kerry. Okay, so let's talk a bit about uh, interviews, um, uh, which are obviously a critical part of any um, application journey that, that individuals go on. There's a couple of different types of, of interviews, and, and in this skill spike area, we're going to focus on competency-based uh, interviews. We're going to do another one, so do listen to the, another one, which we're going to do around strengths and values. So we're going to focus on competencies um, today. Um, and I think the first thing to say is competency. What is a competency interview? Well, competency is a swanky word for uh, skills. Um, so basically what, what's happening in a competency-based interview is you're going to be asked questions where you're going to be asked to provide evidence and examples of when you have used that competency or skill. So essentially that's what's coming at you. And a running theme through lots of these application skills bites uh, podcasts that we're doing is research. And the great thing is, is what competency questions are they likely to ask you? The competencies that I like to ask you about are probably in the job ad, because it'll say, we want strong team players. We want future leaders. We want people who uh, uh, have strong communication skills. These are skills and competencies. So actually, uh, competency-based interviews, arguably, are really easy to prepare for, uh, um, because the, the employer will likely tell you what skills they're looking for, and you need to prepare examples of where you have put that skill into practice. Is that yeah. fair, Kerry? Yeah, that's absolutely right. And the reason reason employers like using them is because they 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 believe that um, your past experiences um, and past behaviours are a, a, a good reflection or the best indicator of, of future performance. Um, and it's like you say, it's, it's that evidence. And, and then the, the trick, I think, is to ensure, as we said with our application skills um, podcast earlier on, uh, the trick is to get a nice range of examples again, uh, not just focusing on one big example that you then multi multi-purpose throughout. It's it's you know how how in various parts of your, your world, whether that's your previous work experience, whether it's your, you know, your hobbies um, or um, extracurricular activities that you're involved in, other responsibilities, maybe you know, even care, caring responsibilities, where, where have you really um, demonstrated the, the skills um, that they're looking for? And, Employers are normally pretty good now. Law firms, you know, they, they tend to put it on their website. This is what we're looking for. These are the key areas that we think are important to us as a firm, um, the kind of skills that we're going to need from you, um, how you might even use them. Some of them even have on their websites some little self-test um, you know, at the beginning of any application form process so you can you can almost test out the kind of skills that they're, they're looking for it's a self-selection mechanism that they put on there so if they do have that go for it you know make sure that you, you, you take the plunge and have a go um, but I mean I think some examples of um, of competency-based questions are that they're always gonna that they normally start with you know, tell me about a time when 
<laughs> yeah, or give me an example of. Give me an example or, of. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's yeah. right. Um, they're, they're not hypothetical. They're not a, a how would you yeah. question. It's a very specific, you know, just describe a project. Tell me about a time when. Give me an example of. Um, describe a situation. That those kind of questions. And so really thinking through the specifics and and there's a really nice acronym that um i use and i and i've and i've i actually used it to uh help train interviewers to assess against competency um based interview questions as well and it's called the star technique um now star stands for situation task action and result um, and it's a really nice friendly way of, of structuring your answers so when you're asked a competency-based question, um, thinking about, you know, first of all, what's, what, what was the situation, i.e. the overall context, so that you're, you're, you're setting that context for the example you're going to give. Then you talk about you know, the task. So what was it? What was the goal? What was the task at hand? So you're starting to kind of funnel down a little bit into a bit more detail to, to, give, the, um, to give the interviewer. Then it's, so what did you actually do? Action. What did you do? What did you say? Uh, what did other people say, do in, in response to that? What was the experience? And then what was the result? The R, the N there. So the outcome of your actions. Um, I quite like to bolt on to STAR um, another little bit, which is a bit of self-reflection. What did you learn? What did you learn from it as a result? What would you do differently next time? Because um, it just shows that you've taken that experience. It doesn't mean to say you've missed, you know, no one's perfect. You know, there's always something to learn from every experience that, that, that we have in, in this world. So, you know, showing that you can take an experience, reflect on it, learn from it is a great, great skill and, and will help you stand out from the crowd as well, I think. Yeah, I think that's such a good point, Karen. It's reminded me of a question I'm asked, I've been asked so many times by so many people about their most feared question. And their most feared question in an interview is, what's your biggest weakness? Yeah. Tell me about a weakness of yours. And you, you've, you've, you've perfectly summed up how you answer that question. You, you, pick, you think of an example of what, something you weren't brilliant at, you've become aware of it and you're doing something about it so you're taking action so mm -hmm. if you know for example that you weren't brilliant at prioritizing you know the way you answer the question as well uh, one of my weaknesses uh, has been you know that, that uh, i haven't prioritized effectively or you know i haven't project managed. so let's say prioritize i haven't prioritized effectively uh, and and this was brought to my attention and i realized it was impacting my performance and the ability to get lots of things done and this is what i've done about it so it's a brilliant way of saying you've got a weakness because no one likes an answer who says, I don't have any. That's how to get rejected, right? So, and don't list loads, okay? <laughs> Pick one that you, you're aware of and you're doing something about it to improve. So you, to, exactly to Kerry's point, you are answering, you know, you are showing that you take action. All of us have got weaknesses. You know, let's be honest, nobody's perfect. All of us have got weaknesses. It's what we do about it and it's our awareness of them. So so I, I think that picked up another really great point here about interviews. And then I, I guess uh, um, the other thing to, 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 to quickly share is some examples of some of the typical competencies and skills that employers look for. Commercial awareness is a big one, and we've got a podcast on that. Uh, on yeah. that, so do have a listen to um, to that. 
uh, resilience and bouncing back. We've got a podcast on that, but other things like leadership, problem solving, um, uh, um, uh, yeah, teamwork, organizational skills, teamwork. You know, there's, there's yeah. lots of them, and again, typically they are list. You know, they'll, they'll be listed and, and shown for you. And I'm just going to pick up one, which is that leadership one. I'll often hear people say, "Oh, I've never, I haven't." I haven't had any leadership roles because they think that's being captain or MD or, you know, and it's not, it's just, you know, it might've been a project you worked on it in, in school or college in, or, or university that, you know, you took a lead role. It wasn't formal seen as a leader, but, but you, but, but you did that. So do you think quite um, broadly about some of these definitions of competencies and, and skills and don't be frightened by, some of the words that they have used to try and reflect a little bit on what does that mean um, uh, 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 to, to be able to come up with a, with, a, with a good strong answer would be my closing comment. Brilliant, that's great. And um, my, my closing comment I think would be, and it, it's a theme that will run through this, this entire series, I think, uh, which is be yourself. Um, it's really important to relax as much as you can, but be yourself because um, then your then your true character, your true nature will come across um, more naturally. Um, you'll be able to talk more easily and genuinely about your experiences as well. Um, and, and ultimately, if you're not yourself in these kind of situations when you're being interviewed and they're assessing you against you being yourself, um, you, you could, like you said before, you know, you could land a job and actually feel that you can't actually be yourself within that job and that's miserable so you don't want to do that be yourself um, and and the right employer will find you 